Hi, I'm Jen Schwartz. This is Think Fit, Be Fit. This podcast is all about not just doing fitness, but being fit. It's easier to enjoy exercise and get results when you set yourself up for success in an environment that suits you. Had to get that in. In an environment. Today's episode, Building Results on Think Fit, Be Fit podcast, is essentially my perspective on how to realistically create an environment that can make the difficult task of being fit, getting fit, and staying fit uh, less difficult and create less friction. Uh, make it easier on your brain to do all the stuff that you need to do. That's you, what we're trying to zero in on so that when you're getting to the point of taking action on your fitness, it there's less friction on the road. Um, for example, high quality sleep is vital to building muscle and fat loss. You know this consciously, but are probably annoyed by the idea of taking the right steps to do it, or it just seems like a waste of time because you don't know where you're starting. Another example would be uh, someone who's just rekindling their relationship with exercise. It, that can be a rocky road. A plateau training. Uh, you've been training for like 12 weeks. You've got some results, lost maybe even five pounds. But um, the you need that next nominal small amount to go away or that ba baby pouch that won't go away. All of these uh, types of goals will qualify for needing a less rocky road. We are trying, we are going to cover the necessary steps to reframe this and help you move in the right direction. The end result is hopefully a goal that intersects intelligent planning and the Goldilocks effect. Having enough motivation, while it's not difficult to keep going where it's painful. The process, it gets easier, then you make it more difficult. <clears throat> That's too bad. Um, <laughs> I'm building off a previous episode about failing safely, where we discussed a training transition from just do it, the mindset of the basic fitness consumer, to purposeful action in a healthy lifestyle. What ties these things together are mental models of building sustainable habits. You will want to listen today if you are tired of your brain complaining about exercise, whether that's wasting money or the effort that it requires to execute a training session. You will want to listen if you don't want any more advice about thinking positive. Because that's, I don't know. Ted, when was the last time somebody told you to think positive and that it's going to happen? Like this morning? <laughs> this morning? Yeah. Did it happen yet? Did you think positive? I mean, I tried, but it's, it's kind of tough, you know? Living in 2018. Wait, what podcast are we on right now? This is not like the complain about life in 2018 podcast, right? It's okay. No. We can complain. Okay. Yes. No, I don't think we have time for all that. Uh, <laughs> but you're kicking butt. You're in grad school. Uh, you are starting this awesome business of podcasting and helping people, empower people like me to podcast. Yeah. Thank you. You're um, welcome. I wouldn't have done any of this without you your suggestion it didn't even i list i listen to podcasts like all the time and it didn't even well you're killing it yeah yeah like for that's real. why there's magic on the uh 
rainbows well, on I, the screen. I think that's Mark Zuckerberg, actually, <laughs> or some creative genius. Also, um, I just want to throw in there that I'm constantly running from the monster from It Follows as well. So that's an accomplishment. Uh, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yes, yeah. yes, yes. Your Eagles balloon is still up here. And Hell yeah, it is. It's nice and fresh and pretty. I just came yeah. back from Philly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm, it was well, fun. I hope you didn't watch the game. I watched my baby cousin live her dreams. It was fucking awesome. I was so excited. Now I'm going to have to give this an explicit <laughs> warning. I don't care. It's okay. It, I I'm I a, think you can drop one F-bomb. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it sucks because I love F-bombs. I use them on my everyday life. So I might have to transition the podcast to explicit. Editorial note. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to do that. I'm gonna mark that one. In case <laughs> you take okay. It. Well, right, quick on. intro. Anybody who doesn't know me and the my shadows. the rainbows shooting out of my ass. I'm Jen Schwartz, the founder of Think Fit Be Fit, as a full time muscle activation techniques specialist, strength and conditioning coach, and detailed oriented personal trainer. I developed this podcast to help ensure that your time in the gym is well spent and that you have the power of enhancing your exercise with effective thinking. ThinkFitBeFit believes that exercise is fundamental to a healthy life and that education about optimizing the muscular system is a key ingredient to getting what you want from your exercise and training. So the last time, so we're gonna get into back into this. The last time somebody told me to think positive and that results would just start appearing, I, I don't know. Um, I. I kind of stopped paying attention to that whole uh, phrase. It's meaningless. Yeah, I'm not into it. Um, so, you know, the end in mind of this podcast is that we find the goal that intersects intelligent planning and the Goldilocks effect that I mentioned earlier, having enough motivation while it's not difficult to keep going where it's painful. So the thing that... Um, we're going to discuss one is um, mental models. Have you heard this term before? Uh, yes, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I've heard it on your show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, it's probably something it's termed by behavioral economics and philosophy. Well, my and, sister talks about it too. She's a behavioral okay. psychologist. So yes. And she has a podcast as well. <laughs> Three mad girls. <laughs> Um, you said it. I plugged it. I plugged it. The let's see. So the me- a mental model is an explanation of how something works. It's a concept, framework, or worldview that you carry around in your mind to help you interpret the world and understand the relationship between things. Mental models are deeply held beliefs about how the world works. That's from a website, James Clear. He writes about habits and philosophy. I'm very into his work. I'm so love it. It reading this, it has it, reading his stuff has really enlightened my own process because I realized what I was doing when I was younger was working. And it was because I was creative and confident. And um, so I'm hoping to empower other people with that because that's it, it has really helped me. So that's a mental model. And essentially, the more brilliant, the in this way of thinking, if the more brilliant a person is, technically the more mental models they have, the more ways that they have to solve problems. So there's less reductionist black and white thinking hmm. uh, is the, and so now that I'm 
this is coming out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> I'm realizing that um, James Clear mentioned that this whole thing came from Richard Feynman, Feynman, the physicist, mathematician. Sure. Okay. That guy. He wrote a couple books. He's um, kind of the smart, father sure. of uh, an N equals one approach, which is just such the heart of my whole mission here is to get people to be more focused on variables that they can change. Are you talking like like mathematical equations right now? No, like I moved N on. equals one? N of one. N equals one yeah, like, is a study of one. Oh, I thought you meant like solve for N. That's true. Oh. But N Ugh. is like you You are the N. I'm an English you're, major. You've lost me. You're the N. You're the variable. I am a creative. <laughs> you're a <laughs> complex being. Oh, cool. Still won't ever learn math. Mm. Rosé on a mm. Monday. <laughs> okay. Um... And the the thing that has really helped me, you know, I got to show you something. Um, Ted, yes. I'm going to text you this picture. Please do. And I'm ready. it was a picture of me last year. Um, photos, iPad. Is this like a before and after thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I just, I just realized how far I'd come. You know, this like is not, not that a, long ago. This isn't a visual medium. They're just going to have to go onto my Instagram. Okay, got it. Cool. Plug. <laughs> what is it? Impact underscore your underscore fitness. Um, okay, so back to what this is actually talking about, which is uh, the thing that has worked for me, and I lost in... So I'm going to post a picture a year ago as 154 pounds and 31% body fat. And then now today... Uh, the most recent one, I'm 137 pounds and 22% body fat. Pure muscle. 22% body Minus fat. Minus 22% mm -hmm. of body fat. Yeah. But the rest of it's pure muscle. And, and, and water and skin and... Pancreas. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, your brain, right? My brain is... Your brain only takes up like, uh, you know, 20% of... Like 2% of your body weight and like uses... Like 20% of, of, of the energy. overall energy or All something. Yeah. It's, it's a hungry little guy. The glucose. Yeah. Cheers. Um, so constraints. This is what has helped me is my point. So Having constraints. Having constraints. Putting them in place. So basically what a constraint is and how this can help your fitness is you have to have constraints plus a, actually like a dialed in goal. That equals a habit. Right. If you have this constraints, you do the motions and the strategy of the goal. The one thing that you can like focus on for four months or five months, six months, a year. One thing. And then habits. Those are that's a habit. And that has to be divided over or like self-acceptance and love. Like you actually have to like yourself to achieve any of these things. That's a big one. So some of us need therapy first. Um, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I've used a lot of different therapies in my time. Like I had to, I really had to get over a lot of mental stuff. Um, my mom died when I was 20. Right. So that was a pretty dark period. I, I mean, I was essentially, um, I had all kinds of PTSD, emotional PTSD. Then I had gotten married to the wrong person. Um, 
We've all been there. Yeah. Well, and that was a whole repeat of like this traumatic emotional stress. And you could say that you had made a habit out of gaining emotional stress. I made a habit out of trying to be resilient and use what I have in my control to, um, which was exercise, good food, and all kinds of other, like my community of people to overcome that. Um, and it honestly, like I'm a totally different person than I was two years ago. I, and it did, it all started with like, you know, having that conversation with myself that was, you know, it's, am I gonna, am I gonna allow myself to be my best? And you really have to look in the mirror. I had to change some of the words that I was saying. And that was as a result of um, my friend, Angela, who introduced me to a book called Conscious Language. Hmm. And it's somewhat of neuro-linguistics mixed with um, being a hippie. And <laughs> um, I don't know any of those. And being a metaphysical uh, laced hippie and having and, and then you would use that book. And then I use that book to what we call upgrade our internal language, how we talk to ourselves instead of like being full of regret, regret, you own your emotions and say the right words so that you unconsciously upload that. Sorry. Um, what, wait, what's this book called again? Conscious Language. Okay, I'm going to order that on Amazon. Right yeah. Now. I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's a little. Um, so the constraints. Basically, you can create a self-imposed restraint or a constraint to create growth. Or they are just realities that must be dealt with. Laws of physics or perhaps a budget. <laughs> a way it's a way to transform and adapt from a limitation and when i when this was brought to my attention like i learned what i was doing everything that i've done successfully in my life has been because of constraints and i, I promise it seems like it's such a negative term yeah well i mean no restriction is a negative term well sure but you know you usually think of constraint but i think that's part of the problem not to get on it again but part of the problem with our society right it's like we look at any um and any any time that we tell ourselves no it's mm -hmm. a bad thing right any kind of reining yourself in is a bad thing we're supposed to be able to indulge and have a good time and always feel good about ourselves and always feel that everything is great and not have any adversity or pain or anything like that right where we always run screaming away from any discomfort yes but we have to realize that constraints are a very real part of life and that they're not always bad. Sometimes, you know, it's like what we talked about before on the show, right? Like, uh, you know, you need to kind of hurt the muscle to make it grow. Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah. Same basic. Di well, discipline is a muscle that can grow. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So discipline is a muscle that can grow. Um, some of the most successful people in life are just straight up assholes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would say that that they probably and, and, are. And you know? they say that that quality... There's five basic qualities of being a human being. Yeah. And one of them is basically n putting up a guard around what you want. Yeah. And I can't remember the exact terminology of it, but, you know, 
getting what you want out of your situations means putting on constraints and knowing when to say no to people and getting toxic crap out of my life I mean, or anyone's like, life that's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Get it out. Like Gandhi was kind of an asshole, you know? I don't know. I yeah. know nothing about Gandhi. Please, look at the guy. Is I don't know. Tell me. What like, is his theory? Well, you know, I mean, if you met Gandhi, I mean, sure, you might be like polite, but you'd probably think if he was an he was an asshole if you were in that kind of frame of mind, you know, because he's not going to listen to you. He's not going to care about your petty crap. He's not going to just sit, you know, because people just want people to be like, yes. oh, no, uh, validate everything I do, say, think, whatever, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, you. Yeah. A big part of, I, I guess, that thought process is, you know, a kit attachment to things is bad right is negative it's yeah. going to make you insane exactly <laughs> yeah, attachment to any kind of silly distraction like that you know because because then that's what everything becomes all about yeah Oof. yeah exactly but, yes so um right before i'm i'm so gearing up for a 26 hour book on uh, auto audio book oh, i was gonna say like, yeah you read how often do you read? Yeah. Good God. <laughs> Audiobook. You, you judge books by how long it takes you to read them? Yeah, that's, that's a really unique no, way to No, that's go not life. what I do. But that go goes back to my constraints that were given to me. Yeah. Is honestly that I, you know, I, I didn't know that Audiobook. I had dyslexia oh, for a what? long time. You have dyslexia? Yeah. You never told me that. Well, I don't tell a lot of people until wow. now. Well, so. now everybody knows. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, it was a constraint that was handed to me and uh, somehow I had probably had the right teacher at the right time that was able to show me compensation mecha yeah, mechanisms. Yeah. And wow. um, that's a whole other show. And perhaps my mother knew and that's why she kept me playing uh, an instrument until I was a senior in high school. Believe me, I did not want to. That's smart though. I know. Yeah. But then I figure, you know, I wiggled my way out of there. I still had to stay in like symphony and orchestra, but I didn't want to do marching band. So I literally <laughs> lobbied the my be. friends huh. and the band instructor to start of what was called a flag line. Hmm. And we started it and it was just me and my friends because I didn't want to do marching band. Is that more like New Orleans kind of? The flag, the color guard? Oh, the color guard. Yeah, I'm we called it flags. Like the line bands down in, what are they called? The, you know no. what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, move on. <laughs> uh no no yeah Dude, that anyways. was a very gandhi thing well we to gotta move there. on yeah no i mean because it's you know it, it the constraints <laughs> that i put on myself for the last transition that i transformation that i made with my body yeah. so going from like totally stressed and bloated essentially to being uh creative and generous and excited about life and with abs Hashtag with abs. That's the most important part. Yeah. <laughs> Literally kids. <laughs> yeah. Strength training helps. Um, the only thing that matters in life is abs. Mm -mm. Um, and then, so the the constraints that I put on myself, I actually uh, hired the photographer for my business to do three photo shoots over the year. And that was my, like oh. the box that I put myself in yeah. to actually make this goal. Right. So... It wasn't that I was saying no to myself when I wanted something crappy to eat. No. It was that I was saying no for a very specific reason. You were living up to your intentions that you had set for yourself and you weren't letting your future self derail 
your 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 like ultimate best self. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I your didn't already self. talk down to myself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were set. You were setting uh, the little breadcrumbs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I also had to do a couple things um, that I am proud of for once in my life. <laughs> oh, come on. You're living your best life. I'm living my best life. Yeah, and You're doing great. But the, the, the idea is that you set up these constraints. It's why, like, if you eat with a big spoon, you're going to eat more, right? It's like very Pavlovian thought, like, thinking into this. And so I shouldn't use the ladle. Well, you have to set up the ladle. It's why the it's why the portion controlled uh, plates work. I mean, like I eat with a goblet a ladle. Like yeah, just, yeah. Um, no, okay. you're supposed I'll to take your take the bone of the chicken, the turkey thigh that you're eating, and then Got eat, it. hit yourself with it. Got it. Yep. Yeah, I will do that. <laughs> Percussive maintenance. And then, uh, so. The 26-hour book, that reminds me, the 26-hour yeah. book that I wanted to read is about biology. So wait, you're reading this or writing it? I'm going to listen to it okay. and have the Kindle, okay. but I'll mostly listen to For it. For a second, I thought you, you said you were about to embark on like writing a book. No, no. Okay. Back to the 26-hour thing. That's next. 26-hour read. Okay. Listen. Book. Uh, Robert Sapolsky. It's called like Behave or something. I, I'm really excited. He's okay. a Stanford... Uh, neuroendocrinologist that has studied uh, baboons and babonos or for his whole entire life uh, and like would drag his kids out into East Africa and they would bonobos. know bonobos hmm? bonobos bonobos yeah. yeah Joe Rogan talks about it all Got the time it. he loves bonobos yeah um, so the next thing that you have to do for a, a real habit change is your environment so once you have the constraints a really good goal in place, then you have the constraints, then you create this environment that you can succeed in. Back to like what I said, the first line of this, it's all about environment. Now it so, makes sense. Environment. Choose where you want to flex and improve your discipline muscles. Uh. There's, <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, yeah. Uh, there was just, there's just one way to, <laughs> there's just one way to radically change your behavior radically change your environment that was from a dr fogg he's a director of stanford persuasive lab his names are great dr fogg of the stanford persuasive lab yeah that's that's a place there. so i don't want to work for or with those guys <laughs> um so here's i have five steps and they're not going to be an overnight step to actually getting this process down. I got my sticky notes ready. Get the sticky notes ready, y'all. <laughs> that was a great sound effect. I want more sound effects. Okay. Get my soundboard. Note. Um, okay. One, good decisions come when you have that conversation with yourself. That you can become a better person. Get out of your own way. The think fit, be fit mental model for this is called men mindfulness. Wow. Mindfulness. That's a full, that's a mouthful. Yes, but it is a way to solve problems. Mindful. Yeah. It is a way to solve problems when you recognize that you have a stress pattern and that you act and do a certain thing or way in a reactionary mode. So mindfulness is really the practice of being less reactionary 
and more intentional. That's that was not off the iPad. That was that was me. all Jen. Yeah, that was, that was not. Anyways, <laughs> the second thing, <laughs> self acceptance. That's the fit, hard one. Yeah, the think fit be fit mental model for this, and like I think it's a training ground for being more self accepting on a bigger, broader stage. So, uh, self acceptance. You can basically practice so many life skills within a sport or an extra or a training like program. That's how I, that's really, I really feel that. Yeah. I mean, that's why sports are so popular. That's why, I mean, I put so much time and effort into Alexandria Soccer Association because they spend so much to make sure everybody can play and everybody gets exposed to problem solving um, decision-making skills at a young age and working within a team. So self-acceptance, think of a training goal as like the training ground for actually liking yourself. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Getting more resilient in general. Strategic. So my, my think fit, be fit mental model for this is called the strategic goal grid, choosing the right environment essentially. And that's, that's something you have to get from me um, re- in regards to fitness. It is a, a strategy that – have you guys seen the rainbows? It's a strategy that – The rainbows disappeared. I know. Yeah, it's mysterious. Um, the strategy that uh, like business you know, thinkers and consultants – aren't you doing your MBA? Like yeah. a, It's like a um, – It's terrible. It's like a, a SWOT analysis but for your fitness environment. We haven't gotten to that yet. Okay. Cool. Level up. Yeah. Okay. The third thing, strategically figuring out the one thing that you are going to measure, improve, and improve. So that one thing could be something big, like learn, like just focusing on your squat, right? That's a a goal that could carry over to other things. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, um. What's another, the, the mental model for this that I think is the best is use a professional. Because if you're going to measure things, um, you want to be as, what is it, subject, objective as possible. Objective, yes. Objective as possible. And you really need a, a third person. This is why accountability groups can be somewhat of a replacement for that. But, Jen. But. What if I don't have it in my budget? I mean, there's got to be, you got to be creative. This is where the constraints coming in, you know? And so if you can't figure out that one thing, um, you have to look at things out of the normal model, out, outside of the outside of the norm. Yeah. You know, um, even if it's, you could still be objective about, you could do a push-up for a minute. Like, let's say the first minute take, that you ever do, it's like it 45. It takes you a minute to do a push-up. You've got No, a push-up test for a minute. Ah, Sorry. Okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> Roger that. Roger that. Uh, the push-up test. So how many push-ups you can do perfectly yeah. in 60 seconds. Oof, perfectly. And uh, you would honestly still need a third party for that to judge yeah. your performance. Right. So you could just ask a friend. But a third party? Who's the second party? It just means just, 
<laughs> someone outside of the uh, direct area. You mean besides you and your internal monologue? Yeah, that's screaming at you, what a failure! You're yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need yeah. a you yes. need a number to focus on instead of your internal dialogue. Got it. You are not shitty. You can do one thing better. Yeah. That's the that's the thing. Not put the pizza down. That's put number three. Down. That is number three. Number four, make simple habits stick. So this is where the constraints come in. This is how you can, um, yeah, this is where they come in. Make them stick. So the sleeping, you know, you have to have a time where the the screens go off, right? You you might want to have a ritual like tea and doing your skincare. That's what I do. (laughs) And my magnesium. That's also what I do. And... Um, putting these things in place so that you have a, a a trigger to do the action. So like an alarm. Um, there's so many gadgets out there for this type of thing. I, I keep mentioning sleep because that was the one of the things I had to really work on this year to get those results was sleep. I was saying like eight hours or does that depend on the person? Um, I mean, it's... Yeah, you aim for getting eight hours, but it, the biggest thing is actually waking up rested. Quality. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah. So that can get really expensive or it can be really basic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and if any of you need motivation for sleeping, there's my rainbows again. Oh, they're back? Yeah. Yeah. If anybody needs motivation for sleeping, well, um, I would check out... Uh, Oxygen Advantage. It's a good book. I found that from my dentist, but it had all kinds of info about um, just how much air you're getting and the quality of it, which also had just something to do with sleeping. And I learned a lot about sleeping. That. And I'll throw in like two other books on the the show notes that I cannot think of off the top of my head. Um, so I think that, that part of the problem with like going to sleep and getting enough sleep and stuff has something to do with FOMO. Fear of missing out? Yeah. I do that. I actually get that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that I um, figured out that would help me is the the gratitude practice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's scientifically proven to help people, like calm people down and get them to in a more relaxed state. And just like like you were saying earlier, you're sort of allowing yourself and the the positive self talk, like. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You're not a loser if you go to bed before nine. Oh, yeah. You're that's okay. not a loser. But, I mean, if you get really good sleep, you're going to wake up and see your abs. Like, right. they, they look the best in the morning. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's true. Hey. Yeah. I knew somebody once who called it the morning skinnies or something like the that. The morning skinnies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, wow, that's totally true. So, make simple habits stick. This is where the constraints come in. Number five. Practice growth instead of accomplish. Oh, is that too broad? Good. No, that's, that's good. a good one. Okay, so the the think fit be fit it's model. It's subtle, but it's, it's a, yeah, it's good. The think fit be fit model for this is called short term feedback. So this comes back to finding the right thing to measure, and then all of a sudden you've got all these little things to pay attention to. Micro adjustments. Yes. Yeah. It's also called micro adaptions. Micro adaptions. The thing that you're trying to get. Micro progressions, yeah. micro adaptions. That's from uh, the resistance training specialist. And micro tears in your muscles that make them bigger. Mm, but yeah, they yeah. make them bigger. 
and sexier? <laughs> um, well, a lot of things can make us sexy when it comes to exercise. Yeah, but if you want muscles and you want to look sexy, you need to get the micro tears working. No, you need to do slow, controlled motion at first. Okay. And then you can build on that motion. Right. And create maybe more metabolic stress. But the first thing, everyone, is slow and controlled motion. Of course. Strength training is so important. Learn how to stop the weight, start the weight, and slow the weight down without any uh, extra motions, without looking like a clown. And again, I think we've talked about this before, too, but that whole idea of like lifting too much too early mm-hmm. because you, you feel like a loser if you're not lifting enough. Mm. Right? A lot of people do pay attention to the numbers. Well, but like, and they don't mean anything, right? Yeah, yeah, they don't mean anything because it's the motion and like the actual, yeah, the basic physics of it is ten pounds here to this joint, yeah, is not the same as ten pounds out there, right? To this joint, oh, that's not the same. That's such a good point too. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitting a a hammer on the dorsal side of your palm is different than yeah. Hitting your thumb, yeah, the tip of your thumb. So many, I think same so many speed, people, totally different. Yeah, it's like you just like load up the 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 the. It's the deceleration. The bar. So you better learn how to slow that down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. Yeah. You don't don't just use the same weight for every single. Whoever's listening out, watching out there, I want to know what podcasts you guys listen to. So start typing them in, or poop emojis is fine as well. If they could hear me, I would repeat that sentiment, but they can't. <laughs> and now she's laughing and nobody knows why. Um, well, I just said poop emoji. Oh, that's true. Oh, so, you're so funny. Yeah. Or like the pound. The pound is good, too. You're so funny. Um, anywho, so I, that's a wrap. I think you've got the five things that you need to do. Uh, and all the Think Fit, Be Fit models, they are going to be in my guide. Yep. For consistent progress with your exercise. I like it. That's what I called it. Because you need not just what I just talked about today. There's other things that you need in there. And one great way to get professional help for finding the right goal and being focused is muscle activation techniques. It's something I have used, obviously, for years. I got trained um, in 2009 and I'm still training. I just came back from a fantastic weekend of learning MATRX. And it's such a game changer. And you guys, your muscle system is so, it has so much in influence on the rest of your health. And it is, you can improve the strength, the health, and the efficiency of the muscle system, which is the second biggest thing in your body besides the skin. Um, you can take care of that system by strength training and take extra good care of it if you use muscle activation techniques. So that's all I have for today. And I can't wait to hear from you guys, anyone on the Facebook Live. If you want me to do this more often, uh, I'll do it. Um, I probably won't do a whole lot of circus tricks, but I will definitely sit here and talk to you. And you might see me pick my nose or take some sips of wine. You're awesome. Thanks for listening and talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and comment, like, dislike, 
Just give me some feedback on Facebook and Instagram at impact underscore your underscore fitness.